Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Star Wars Minute. It's the daily podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate the Star Wars movies one minute at a time. I'm Pete the Retailer from PeteTheRetailer.com. I'm Alex Robinson from ComicBookAlex.com. And I'm Paul Rust from Twitter handle at Paul Rust. Yeah, thanks. Welcome back, Paul. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Welcome thanks back. for having me back. I mean, before we, we get into all of it, when we roll up our sleeves and dig in, guys, I just want to say thank you for having me on your show again. And, you know, I feel like I got to say, we know this show is awesome. The concept is great. Many other podcasts know that, too. But what mm-hmm. really makes this show special is just how funny and charming you two are, and you uh, brighten up my day every day. So thank you so much for, I guess, doing the Lord's work. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's uh, kind words indeed. <laughs> and you mean Lord Vader, of course. Yeah, I'm sorry, did I not say that? Uh, <laughs> you're doing Lord Vader's work. Okay, well, that's, so that, thank you. <laughs> that's why we're here. Um, well, specifically... Uh, Thank you, thank you again for that heartwarming sentiment. Um, but the, the the work that we're doing today is minute one oh six of uh, Star Wars re- uh, episode three, Revenge of the Sith. One oh six starts with uh, Darth Vader asking Padme if she sees that they don't have to run away anymore, and it ends with him asking if it's because of Obi Wan. Hmm. Mm. A call and response. (laughs) Just like a just like a kind of uh, early '60s uh, hit song. Yeah, yeah, it's like a party anthem at a frat. Right. (laughs) They go. What was the first question? What what did you guys? (laughs) Don't you see? We don't have to run away anymore. That's because you were talking to Obi Wan. like that yeah totally i totally felt like i was an animal house there for a second <laughs> it's like the money money thing which i never <laughs> learned or figured out what the crowd was yelling i, I had heard it was dirty yeah you, you guys are familiar with this this yeah this I, I was exposed gag. to that in like i think eighth grade or something like that i was at a party and i was like oh, i like this song and all of a sudden it was just like wait what's everybody's how did everybody know this all at once what's what are they saying i don't i think one of those words was a swear word Yes, on the other end, on the other end of the spectrum, uh, my wife and I went to an '80s dance night one night, and they played "Money, Money." And when it came time to do that parts, so my wife started yelling the parts, and no one else was doing. It. Oh <laughs> man, <laughs> you were the cool kid. 
Well, I maybe every day, my wife's just standing in the middle of this dance floor yelling profanity. And, <laughs> but anyway, let's get to one of the at her, and She was like, uh, it might be too much for you guys, but your kids are going to love it. <laughs> right. <laughs> totally. She was very bad that no one knew. Yeah. Uh, uh, so back to Moni Moni Minute. <laughs> um, there's a. Uh, there's certainly, well, I was going to turn it, there's not moany moany, but there's moan problems. <laughs> I don't know. I, that was a stretch. No, I, I don't think it was a stretch at all. I think it was the opposite. <laughs> it was retraction. <laughs> the opposite of stretching. I was hiding in my shell with that one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, there's, the, yeah, this, it's a weird, uh, you know, it's it's the... I'll say Anakin and Padme relationship, but at this point it's Darth Vader. She just doesn't know it yet. But right, um, I mean, it feels like a fairly pivotal scene, guys. Are we sure? This oh, has yeah. some uh, an iconic, at least one iconic line in it. But we'll get to that as we proceed. Yeah, this is uh, Darth does, Vader does once the line again. Actually, say the word iconic because that's the only way I can imagine. It's a, yeah, it's an iconic line. <laughs> Anakin at one point was just he's like you know talking about how he's you know he's become more powerful you know with Darth uh, Darth Sidious and then he's like iconic that's pretty awesome <laughs> dude that was totally iconic the way you said that <laughs> yeah well yeah so most of this minute is taken up with Darth Vader once again trying to convince someone to uh, help him rule the galaxy and uh, overthrow the Empire just like uh, just like in Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. And once again, she she doesn't go for it. Yeah, she she was uh, there. There there was no convincer. Hmm. Yeah, what would like, he have uh, done if she, if she had said yes? If she's like, yeah, you know what, I will. Let's kill Palpatine together. I guess he would have gone for it. Well, yeah. that would happen, and then we'd go back and we'd rewatch the the old Star Wars, and they would have all changed. Oh. Like, oh, like continuing the Back to the Future. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, what would I mean? I guess he'd be happy uh, that she that she agreed. I mean, the, when I was watching, I was sort of taken by like uh, he's not doing a great job at convincing somebody because he when he says I can overthrow them. He's like stutters it. He's like, I, I, I can overthrow them. And then when he says, like, I can make things how we want them to be, he's like doing the craziest eyes. And it's like, <laughs> do you think this would be how how would you trust this whatsoever? Yeah, you're, you're not selling it, dude. You, you, people don't want what you have right now. What you whatever you got going come, on there. Come in with a blanket and some hot cocoa. And <laughs> Be like, you know, yeah, I was thinking we just the best setting. Gotta get away for a while. We got to take a trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's flip the tables then. Uh, suppose um, your wife said, hey, you know what? I'm going to I'm now the, the I'm going to let's overthrow the emperor and let's rule the galaxy together. Would you go for it? If your if your wife turned into Darth, whatever her name was, <laughs> would you go for it? Um, I would at that point. Yeah. Why not? I think so, because I think when you get married and take those vows, you're saying, hey, if you go and yeah, right. 
uh, want to go and do this. Um, space, outer space or not, guys, you gotta you gotta stand by your woman. That would have been funny if when they got married, uh, like Anakin purposely put in a thing saying, you'll go along with your husband's, you know, crazy schemes. And she's like, why did you put that in? Oh, don't worry about it. It'll, uh, you know, like he knew eventually this day was going to come. So, he, uh, yeah, right. it's like a prenup. Right. Or when he said, we'll rule the galaxy. She took it as like poetry, not like. Literally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. He met with our love. <laughs> I thought you meant conquer our fears. No. Oh, <laughs> It does, yeah. Like when uh, Amadal is listening to him, I, I did imagine it in the context of like a real life couple. Like, what would this be? This conversation, and I could only think of it as like if I came to my wife and I was like, I, I think I'm gonna go goth, <laughs> <laughs> but like power goth. <laughs> yes. Well, like, you wouldn't even be saying I'm thinking, but you just show up goth because right. you know. And you'd be like, hey, you're going to become goth too, right? <laughs> right. That's more what it'd be. I go, I walk into the house, I'm all gothed out, and then I'm like, and you're goth too, right? I mean, <laughs> that's what we're doing. And then I think any person's reaction would be what hers is, which is like getting really upset and saying, you're breaking my heart. <laughs> Well, speaking of real life couples, I uh, I've you know recently been operating under the theory that uh, these prequels are about George Lucas being uh, consumed by Star Wars, and um, mm-hmm. yeah. So when um, so when he's saying, "Oh, we can make things the way we want them to be," I, I thought of uh, a conversation like George and Marsha Lucas must have had because you know George Lucas's whole thing is he wants to oh he'll he'll have his own uh, you know special effects company he'll have his own sound company he'll have you know so he'll finally be able to have everything just the way we want and you know she's like dude you're a giant nerd and <laughs> <laughs> that's totally what Padme should have said here yeah, yeah. dude you're yes, a giant nerd totally... <laughs> yeah if she was like. You are such a nerd. You're so into Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> like she's like you talk about it all the time. Yeah, you, you talk about Obi Wan all the time. You're a frankly, nerd. dude. You're breaking my heart. <laughs> Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Yeah, like I, I... I, this I th- this actual uh, scene, it's like a a, a great idea, like a, a conversation where you, two people who are in love have to, you know, uh, say, "Are you going to join me or or not?" Or, and you're trying to talk somebody off the ledge, but uh, I, execution wise, I think there's yeah. something to be desired. Therein lie the problems with most of the prequels. It's like it's you know the. The numbers, you know, it's paint by numbers, but the painting isn't so great. The, uh, you know, the the all the things, it's like, all right, yeah. well, we know we have to have this, we have to have this, we have to have this, we have to have this. And then it's like, well, the beats, you, you got, it's like, you know, like, 
If you they just, got the beats. <laughs> we got the beats. They got the beats. They got the beats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they got it. They got the beats. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's, it's all in the execution. It's just like they didn't pay that much attention. Like they kind of gave up once they like you know broke the story essentially. Yeah, and then it's just sort of like I mean I, I feel like Natalie Portman's definitely she uh, she's doing her best and like <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys have she ever gets, she gets to cry, which is something that you know that's her that's her wheelhouse. You know that's her right. Yeah, that's Michael Jordan doing a slam dunk kind of a thing, <laughs> right? I think there is some weird parallel thing that happens at any time Michael Jordan does a dunk, Natalie Portman cries, like even if they're miles, yeah, countries <laughs> apart, right? They run in parallel. That does uh, the opposite happen? Does if Natalie Portman starts crying, does Michael Jordan start slam dunking wherever he is? <laughs> Flies out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh no she must be filming that jackie kennedy movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like so sick he's like oh they're finally rapping on the jackie kennedy movie i've been doing 15 dunks a day <laughs> throw it out my back he's like a he's like a werewolf like they have to like lock him into the gym basically it's not safe <laughs> to have him out in the real world while natalie portman more is like, filming more like teen wolf <laughs> yeah there you go he's like a teen wolf right <laughs> <laughs> he uh and the he, he gets somehow michael jordan gets better at basketball when he becomes a t-wolf <laughs> yeah we didn't think, think those better, but it, mm. didn't think it was possible but he gets even better well i guess once he becomes a teen wolf then he kind of reverts to he, he becomes better because he becomes younger oh he he becomes like a senior in high school right yes. oh, i see <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, you know, to, um, to speak to the, what you were saying about the George Lucas, uh, Marsha Lucas sort of like, um, backstory of this all. I, I, I think I talked about this maybe last time, but I was like, do you guys ever see, and, and Alex, I know you do a Godfather, uh, podcast, see like parallels in the ways these movies are done, like, because we all know George Lucas was a protege of Coppola and like a scene like this makes me think of like, um, uh, like a scene in Godfather, like between Michael and uh, Kay. Yeah. Hmm. Where it's, yeah, so I could, uh, I could the, like, uh, it's kind of like, like, uh, the analogy Pete used, like the, the paint by numbers are there, but the Godfather <laughs> is just using different paints than, than, uh, I mean, obviously, The Godfather is a more realistic movie of someone losing their soul and becoming evil. So it's it's, right. it's hard to complain. Right. You know, it's not like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a good analogy. And I think it it anytime you compare The Godfather to one of these Star Wars movies, <laughs> the inevitably the, the uh, Star Wars movie looks kind of little, you know, not <laughs> as good. But um, well, I don't know. The trench run scene in Godfather 2 isn't as good as the one in Star Wars. That's true. That's true. So we as a society, we hardly ever talk about that trench run scene in Godfather 2 because he just pales in comparison. Tessio shows up at the end. I always forget he's going to show up. <laughs> oh, man. I really want I that. Actually, I actually think the, this, uh, the end of this movie is like... Uh, I'd much rather see them doing bad dialogue when it's like this operatic over the top kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like this to me is much more 
is much more palatable than the than like them making out on the shores of Lake Naboo. You know what I mean? Like that is just so that's like uncomfortable. And this is at least like that's oh, clunky, but you know it's just lava blowing up, and you know it's very over the top. So I'm willing to forgive a lot for that uh, for that commitment. Hmm. I agree. Like that. Uh, uh, this is maybe the best pitch for it to be at is like uh, <laughs> constant yelling. <laughs> yeah. Although I did think like it is too bad that they're surrounded by lava exploding because that means they have to yell all their lines to be heard. And mm-hmm. so things that would have like maybe a nice bit of intensity if it was like said in a hush, you can't do because you're like, oh, yeah, I got to talk over the volcano. <laughs> yeah. Like she was like, you're going down a path I can't follow. And he's like, what? I, what? I can't hear you over the lava. Should <laughs> <laughs> we go inside? Why don't we just go inside? <laughs> uh, yeah, so she gets to say her line, you're breaking my heart, which is uh, comes back to... Uh, becomes a very problematic line later on when she actually is dying and people are like, well, I guess she's dying of a broken heart. It's like, well, she said so. (laughs) Thought she was just being kind of hyperbolic, but it turns out. My my cardiologist says I'm dying of a broken heart. (laughs) What? I can't hear you. There's lava. (laughs) I guess you would trust the uh, diagnosis of the person suffering from the condition, right? <laughs> so, she said before she died, she was breaking. The heart was breaking, so I think we got to take her word on this. No autopsy needed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if this is true. You read different things, and you kind of have to go by the authorized stuff to know if it really, if it's lore or not. But I did hear the original line was, "You're breaking my fart." Is that <laughs> true? I, th- I think originally it was, but then they realized that, that uh, you know, because it's a lava planet, the farts would just ignite instantly. Oh, yeah. would, <laughs> right. It would be dangerous yeah. for the actors. And, and so they they were like, well, let's let's make it let's keep it internal. Uh, like on many levels. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. I had to make a little fart joke. No, it's, it's all jokes. Well. <laughs> Um, Some kid riding in the back of a minivan just laughed really hard. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Oscar. The, um, <laughs> Paul, are you familiar at all with the backstroke of the West? Yes. The uh, is Star Wars, like uh, the sequencing? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited to see where you were going to go with that. It's like a, a fruit. It's yellow. It kind of looks like a phone receiver. An old-timey phone? It, the no, back, what's the, <laughs> the backstroke oh, yeah, of the West. No, it, it's the retranslated version, yeah. right? Yeah, there you exactly. go. Star Star War Part the Third. Or no, The Third Gathers. Yeah. Sorry, Star War The Third Gathers Backstroke of the West. Yes, yes. The, the super double you, retranslated version of this. And we, um, you've been doing like excerpts and um, from them. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, highlights. so this um, highlights children. For, yeah, for children. Um, <laughs> yeah, kids the... don't like reading excerpts for children. <laughs> uh, 
Um, <laughs> I'd be scared to go to the doctor, but I knew in the waiting room, excerpts or children was waiting for me, and I made it okay. <laughs> Look, so it's going to be wrote, They have a new somebody excerpt. Did the, somebody did the hidden puzzle in ink. That's all right. <laughs> Some kid ruined it. Uh, no, Peter, what were you going to say? The uh, So the highlight? Um, from- well, when it's instead of... Uh, I think I guess, I guess it's when Vader is asking Padme if she sees that they don't have to run away anymore. He says, uh, "You unknown white, we do not need to flee from home again." Wow! So getting, uh, yeah, getting edgy there. He's making, he's making a statement about kind of you know actresses in in Hollywood. Uh, yes, you know the kind of menudo qualities of like, well, we just get you know, we'll just get a new version of the same kind of type and and that'll be it rather than kind of you know and he couldn't be more wrong he's saying that to an oscar winner exactly little did he know ultra she, known. was she the titular black swan in that movie yes um, yes um for i'd say 90 percent of the movie it's like a pixar thing where she transforms into this black yeah. swan and <laughs> It's cute. There's a magic amulet, and uh, yeah, they have to get all the different amulets together to make it work. Right. It's like the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, except with ballet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're saying that in some ballet company right now. They're like, "Oh, you know what we're about to do? It's like the Infinity Gauntlet, but for ballet." <laughs> we know. We know. Somebody just said that. So I, true. I, I, <laughs> can't even imagine what they're actually working on it's like something you know some rural uh, ballet company it would probably be incredibly charming but but not at all the infinity gauntlet <laughs> yeah probably not probably not no um i just wanted to also make a note that um nothing here's my note nothing about this seems like it was filmed in a real place <laughs> and I know because it's it's not like they didn't actually go to you know lava world, well, but I mean it was a real place. Well, yes, I guess. What is real, Alex? Oh, dude, you totally blew my mind with that one. <laughs> Maybe we should just like sit in silence for about three minutes here, just to let people <laughs> contemplate what. Uh, yeah, but Alex, you were saying like at least the. The green screen studio they were at was real. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, I'm they sure were so sh- removed that they were like an astral projection into <laughs> that green room. That's true. Maybe this was just you know like a it was shot directly into my mind. Yeah, with a pink laser beam. <laughs> I wish there were more pink laser beams in Star Wars. To be honest, in general. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the it's funny because I, when I saw it, it, I feel like it has the trappings of the um, end of Empire, like you said, Alex. Like the, the like the when when old in Han's last scene, that that sort of color scheme and the yeah, right. It's supposed to feel like old Cloud City a bit, right or not? I don't know. That's the vibes I get when I see it. But uh, if it was, you know done by a uh, ms paint that's mean <laughs> that's not true they're, they're craftsmen i but come on why well, it's the you know the the stuff that's going on looks cool 
Yeah. And the people are real, but it doesn't look like those people are really in that cool stuff. You know what I mean? I think well, it's the... I can't wait for a future minute where I I noticed a moment where I was like, there is interaction between the fake thing and the real people, and it it jumps uh, to speak to your point. When something like that jumps out at you, you're like, "Whoa, that's crazy!" A human interacting with its with his or her environment—that's like not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I don't think that's a good sign. Yeah, it's uh, it's distracting. It's dicey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of distracting, do you think um, does does uh, is Obi Wan does does Darth Vader see Obi Wan at this point? Like, is he looking up and know? Does he know Obi Wan is on that ship at this point? No. Yeah, because they kind of do like a big like dun 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 that he's standing there, right? Yeah, but that's like upcoming. So I'm wondering at what point he notices that Obi Wan is there. It might be in the next minute, so we'll keep an eye out for that. Oh, oh, oh! But yeah, like. Um... Like he's, um, cause it's not, it's not like x-ray vision, the force. It's just like, you sm- right. it's more well, like a knows? dog being like, Oh, I hear somebody pulling up in their car that that's my master. <laughs> well, he's definitely standing in the doorway in the next minute. So I just didn't know at what point he was standing out there. And I guess he would probably say something as soon as he saw him. He wouldn't just keep talking. Do you think there is like force etiquette? where you kind of have to be like i'm sensing you so like you know if somebody like picks their nose they, <laughs> they, <laughs> like, they know I, you're not you I, know they, just, like privacy issues uh, just r- rife uh in, in the force right like you have to do like a force cough essentially like if somebody like if you send somebody picking their nose you have to do the force equivalent of like <clears throat> just like clearing your throat so they know that you're there oh thank you thank you yeah <laughs> and you just kind of ignore that it was the force cough you're like it could be a just a been a real cough but right. thank you for yeah yeah this uh, might be the most juvenile question i've ever asked on this show and that's saying something oh boy do you think jedis can use the force so that like so they don't have to pick their own nose like they can just you levitate the, <laughs> the contents out without actually having to get their hands all dirty hmm. <laughs> the answer is obviously yes right right yeah <laughs> what's that i forget what the rule is but like headlines that have questions in them the answer mm-hmm. is already always yes or no i don't know what the uh, this point would be much better if i knew what i was talking about <laughs> but like what a headline is like can police clean up the streets Right. It's, you know, it's always like, yes or no. But I feel like anytime a question is like, do you think that you, you could use the force for, it's like, yes. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Some boogies. Yeah. Especially in the Disney era, they could do anything now. They could do yeah, any, all sorts of superpowers. They've really expanded that. So you can just kind of do whatever. As long as you, you know, just like <laughs> uh, show your work, essentially. As long as you can support it. Then yeah. I, hope there's a shot, I hope there's a shot of Ray in the next movie and she's standing there and then suddenly boogers are floating out of her nose. <laughs> <laughs> Can we say boogers? Is boogers allowed to say oh, be yeah. said on the show? Yeah. Okay. No, it's just a uh, no, he's also for Oscar. <laughs> uh, yeah, What's all I have for 106? If, when, the, when the boogers are flying, just what you were saying, Alex, when the boogers are flying out of her nose, <laughs> she would turn the camera and go, 
what i'm using the force <laughs> totally yeah <laughs> that's how that you and it and it you know what it is canon they should just yeah. do that more often and that's like that's the cold open for episode nine it's just yeah. ray yeah. just like picking your boogers with the force and then she just turns to the camera's like what i'm using it's the canon force. now it's canon, canon now. now nerds Enjoy it. But, 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 you know long you know go straight into <laughs> yeah. the opening crawl <laughs> haters gonna hate <laughs> well that's um, all i got for 106 yeah, yeah me too I think if we're uh, talking about boogers, oh. we probably exhausted our, our notes for 106. <laughs> what exhausted our notes. Uh, I'm sure you guys know this, but I think, and maybe we've even talked about it, I love the fact that um, the Star Wars theme, the beginning is in the same key as the 20th Century Fox theme, right? Huh. Like John, right. John Williams wrote that so that there would be continuity, so you'd hear... The, the 20th Century Fox theme, and then the note of that would connect with the opening Star Wars. And man, I love that. It's like one of my favorite uh, tidbits. So if people hadn't ever heard that, that's cool. I don't think I ever heard that. Hey, all right. Education, that's what this is about. Depending yeah, on I think... how things go, there's a, there's a possibility we might get that back now. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, if Disney does their Star Wars thing, I mean, hey, does their Fox thing. Yeah. Flippers crossed, right, guys? I used a <laughs> Star Wars term. Flippers. Oh, I, th I thought you were talking about pinball. <laughs> I think even if, even if they don't have the movies produced by 20th Century Fox, I think they should just use the music anyway over the Disney logo. You know right. what I mean? It's so... For most people, that is the beginning of the Star Wars music. You know, that kind of build up and everything it's always weird when you see it in front of a movie that's not star wars it's inevitably right. disappointing yeah i know i i for each i'd say each movie studio i have a, a a connecting movie with it and if it isn't that movie i'm some yeah like there's some low level of disappointment hmm. uh are we, like I'm I curious see, as to what your all your movies and <laughs> yeah, logos are that was my next question was like what's your like, tri-star <laughs> You can't bring this up in the last minute of a podcast. This is true. Yeah, we'll we'll is sprinkle the them throughout series. throughout the week. Yeah. Why don't we do that? Why don't we do that? Uh, right. So what, what studio? We'll say a studio, and we each say a movie. Maybe that we have sure. some connection to. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, so does this one count? Peter, did you say TriStar? I did say TriStar, but I can't think of what. Like, I'm, mentally, <laughs> I'm trying to get to like the credits that come after that. Just for the listeners who don't know, that's the uh, unicorn or Pegasus running at the screen. Yeah, yeah. And it turns into a triangle. That he turns into. He does every unicorn's dream. He turns into a triangle. <laughs> I can't think of one for TriStar. All right, that's our homework for tomorrow. We'll come back with our TriStar. Well, I have mine. Oh, sure. What's yours? All right, yeah. Muppets well Take Manhattan. Pete, Ooh. you didn't know that for Muppets Take Manhattan? Is that That's your second favorite Muppet movie. It's my third favorite Muppet movie. Your third favorite <laughs> Muppet movie. I'm no. sorry. I'm prolonging this, guys. I hope your <laughs> listeners are like, Monday's a little sweeter right now. I got a few <laughs> extra minutes. Everyone's waiting in their car to go into work, but they have to right. wait till the episode's over. So like, can't I can't, can't get anything done if I don't know what Alex's TriStar is. <laughs> They go right. to work, and they're Over. like, you're in a really bad mood today. What's up? And he's like, 
hello, I don't know what Peter's TriStar <laughs> is. Like, oh, of course, yes, yes, sorry, sorry, sorry. We, we all <laughs> ever, ever. know what that means. Everyone in the office is all sullen because they're all like... <laughs> What's Peter's TriStar? All right, so overnight, uh, before we come back tomorrow, I'm going to watch a bunch of TriStar movies. and, and Please. Pick, so. Please. Yeah. We're, we're going to have a sleepover. We just watch TriStar. <laughs> Um, right, you take us out of this before it gets even silly. Right? <laughs> See you at the TriStar sleepover, boys. <laughs> uh, unicorn pajamas. If you, uh, you listeners hey. out there, if you want to, uh, you want to go, let's say you wanted to watch some TriStar movies, <laughs> you could go to StarWarsMinute.com slash Amazon, and it would take you to Amazon.com. You'd get a little, we'd get a little uh, cut. You would get uh, no extra charge to yourself, but you'd be able to find a lot of conveniently uh, available uh, TriStar pictures. Um, so why don't you go do that? Watch them. We're going to have a sleepover. And we'll, uh, Paul, can you, uh, after the sleepover, can you come back tomorrow? I'll have to ask my parents, but if they say, yeah, I will. All right. <laughs> I'm sneaking out. <laughs> it's just it's tough sometimes. You guys know to do two sleepovers two days in a row. It's, it's asking a lot from mom and dad, but I, I yeah. think... I did my chores early, so I think the lighting. <laughs> it seems like it's more of an imposition on the hosts, mom and dad, more than your mom and dad. I think like your true. mom and dad would be like, "Awesome, another day where we can just hang out." Yeah, where we get <laughs> nothing <the> personal. <laughs> um, well, then hope, we'll, we'll, we'll all meet back here tomorrow. Yeah. For a brand new episode of Star Wars Minute. Star Wars Minute. Star Wars Minute. Star Wars Minute. Yeah.